Looking for a new high-end mascara without breaking the bank? The new L'Oreal Paris Panorama Mascara gives you a high-end lash look in a premium gold luxe packaging. It's all about panoramic volume and fully fanned out lashes. With its tapered brush, the new Panorama Mascara catches every single lash, giving you the false lash look without any of the hassle. Say goodbye to clumps and flakes, because this mascara is specially formulated to resist them all day with up to 24-hour wear. And the best part? It performs better than Lux mascaras at only a fraction of the cost. You can buy Panorama Mascara on Amazon today. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Bite, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood Podcast, where your moderator, Jennifer Perils, has no voice, and all of my coworkers right now are looking at me, hysterically laughing, because words will not come out of my mouth. <laughs> yes, it is flu season here in New York, but I swear I'm fine. Party I'm not contagious. I'm not contagious. We will all be sick next episode. Those are famous last words. I'm not contagious. As you should be, because you guys are literally looking here laughing at me. I can't even get the word Pete Davidson and Kate Beckinsale out of my mouth. Brody's heard the words, I'm not contagious. Yeah. Oh, 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 my true life note. story. Yeah, my, my true life. I'm working with a flu patient. Mr. Travis Cronin, he's, he's back with us from a two-week-long vacation to the yes. Caribbean, and you are yes. literally orange. Thank you. I just purchased it yesterday. <laughs> it's Isle of Paradise medium to dark skin tones, tanning drops with a little bit of spray contouring on Wait, top so of it. Wait, so you literally sat in the beach in Puerto Vallarta for two weeks, and yep. you came home spray tanned and then came to work? Yes. Did you get a real tan? I can't tan. I sat in the sun a little bit and then got fried and my freckles got dark and then I had to sit out of the sun for the entire time. And so let's like, be honest, you brought your Isle of Paradise drops to Mexico. Yeah, I show up tan. I don't like to look like a noob. But the, okay. okay, here's what threw me off the shine. It, oh, yeah. Why, why the shine? That's why I was like, oh, he's still like I listening. think that's just my natural oils. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Powder. Sorry, I'm not. That's not my... Sorry. Good to know. I'll powder that later. <laughs> what about that horribly oily skin? It was very convincing. But so this is why like, wow. we do audio, you guys, and we yeah. podcast instead of shoot video when Travis yeah. would have to, like, dip himself in powders. Literally. <laughs> just talcum powder all over you. Miss Gwen Flamberg. Oh, hey, guys. And Mr. Brody Brown. Hello. All right, we have a really, really busy, busy podcast today to talk about so much that went on, especially after this weekend's Golden Globes. Brody literally is fresh off of an airplane straight from <laughs> LA where he was there at the Globes on Sunday night. First off, what did you guys think? I mean, I wasn't impressed. So here's the thing. I got to tell you, I'm going to say that I was impressed. Mm-hmm. I expected to totally hate the telecast. I was like, Andy Samberg and Sandra Oh, what and why? And I got to tell you, I thought that they were funny. I thought they were engaging. I thought it moved along really nicely. I was into it. 
I loved how there were just so many different actors that came in at different bits, like, you know, coming in, like the the whole Maya Rudolph and Amy Poehler of it all, and um, Harrison Ford cracking jokes for the first time in years. I did think Sandra and Andy were definitely a random pair, but random. you're right. They did bounce back, you know, back and forth between each other very creatively, and they did kind of have a easy, I don't know, vibe. It was vibe. fun. Yeah. I thought it was cool. I liked how they made fun of the Lady Gaga, 99 people in the room, 100 people in the room, and one person believes in you, bit. And Lady Gaga shouted, it's true, from the audience. That was my favorite part of the whole telecast. Oh, God. Brody, what was it like? Were people there actually actually uh, liking the two of them? Yeah, I it? think so. Um, what you didn't really hear in the telecast was when Sandra had that um, serious part, I see you, I see you. People, Some people were like laughing because they thought she was joking because the opening is usually very jokey but obviously we're in a different time and she was addressing a very serious situation so then people were like oh she actually is talking about diversity and inclusion and and so it, w- it was actually nice it was different and I liked them the minute they started talking I warmed up to them they had funny smart um, jokes yeah it was funny and smart and relevant yeah. um, and also made people feel safe they 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 were very clear before they went into it they weren't going to take like pot shots or be mean or be nasty but they did it with their own style and I thought it was nice and also important mm-hmm. yeah and like not too many political comments which I which I was a fan of I think it was a nice little refreshing um, you know burst of fresh air from last year and all mm-hmm. of the shows of course talking about um, politics but of course they did bring it up when necessary and even Glenn Close's speeches I feel like the uh. speeches this year were were incredibly moving I'm Gina still King. crying over Glenn Close's speech so incredible even Sandra O's speech when she won to her, to her oh, mother and her parents was amazing um, what do we think were the biggest surprises of the night Regina King's speech Oh, the 50% yeah. women? The 50% yeah. calling out for like every industry to do 50% women because we heard about that a little bit last year where there were all the actresses were saying we're only going to sign into projects of at least 50% women and she really hammered that in and I was surprised that she you know, challenged every other organization and business everywhere to do that and I thought that was so cool. It was my favorite moment of the speeches. It was also interesting, you know, when you see those people so up close um, and how like gorgeous they actually are. I love Amber Heard. I was like, Even though she I was afraid that son. birds were going to nest in her hair. Oh, but I love that sort of like. You old know who else looked amazing? Who didn't get enough credit? Charlize Theron. I oh, think she but she's stunning. insane. To me, she, she was like so, best dressed. She, uh, people were like, uh, I was walking down the carpet like right behind her, like trying to stay as far away from her as possible because you don't want to next, walk next to Charlize Theron. Someone's like, she's so gorgeous, and I was like bitterly like, well, she's like a professional model turned like serious. Mm-hmm. Actress, she looks like she's gonna kick everyone's ass on the carpet, but she's like lean, strong, smart, like so eloquent. You're like, what is anything wrong with you, Brody? Give our listeners some background because I mean, we've both been in the Golden Globes room mm-hmm. before. Nobody believes me when I tell them how small the room is. Like, you can barely walk through the tables, you can barely even walk around that ballroom. It looks so big on TV. Um, it's it's so tiny, and, so the, tiny. and the crazy thing is, there's a there are cocktails at two thirty. There's a champagne toast in like between two thirty and three, and then dinner is served at three thirty. Now most people don't actually sit in their seats till four thirty, so that means that by the time everyone sits down and the telecast starts at five, there's no food on the tables. There are. May, there's maybe a bread basket and then some cookies get brought to the celebrities tables but there's no actually food you have to go into this little side room where there are these little sandwiches that the 
the hotel is prepared and people are ripping those apart in a cheese tray apart and like Julia Roberts is in there like eating carrot sticks. It's literally like a free for all. But the booze is a flowing and that's the why everybody is sort of drunk. And that's why, you know, you see like everyone drinking and some Melissa McCarthy getting a cocktail. I saw a Michael Douglas ordering a cocktail at the bar. I was right behind him being like, what does he drink? Okay, there's a lemon in there. What does he drink? I, it was some like... Vodka soda? Some, it Gin. Was, it, it, no, I don't think it was as basic as a vodka soda, but he was getting a little like vodka cocktail. And he had a security guard with him. And here's the thing about Golden Globes. It's like there's every celebrity in the world there, and they don't have security with them, but the big people do. So like Julia Roberts, I saw her get rushed into the ballroom last minute, and a security guard was towing her in. Everyone else had to like fend for themselves. Amber Rudd has to get herself in there by herself. Rami Malek, Amy Poehler, they all get themselves in there on their own. I was, but, yeah. sorry, go on. No, go ahead. I was really surprised how Crazy Rich Asians wasn't one of the biggest winners of the night. And I'm surprised um, that that A Star is Born didn't win more. Yeah. It won enough. And Bradley Cooper is wearing white. It's like as if he sort of expected to win. With a very fresh face, might I add. That was pulled and whatever. Really, you think? Oh, he looks completely different than the press tour. He looks like 10 years younger. Maybe he's been able to so finally many, get some sleep. He's not Speaking of spray tans, so many people were commenting on Bradley Cooper's spray tans. And Lady Gaga. And Lady Gaga. She was back in her AA Nothing I Can Say, like bright orange color, which I like her in. I like that color. I was not digging the blue hair, though. Oh, I loved it. I, I thought loved it was sort of cool. She, I mean, she was like... Uh, almost felt like she was the biggest star in the room, even though you have Julie Roberts there, like the people that mm-hmm. most people get excited about. And Nicole Kidman. Yeah, oh, but yeah. Ga- yes, Nicole Kidman is also friends with everyone. So you see her talking to Melissa McCarthy. You see her talking to Charlize Theron. She's like holding their hand. She's circulating with Keith Urban. Amber Heard was like, oh my God, when I saw them see, like meet up at the ticket area. So Nicole Kidman is, yes, like the most A listy, but in terms of buzz, people were freaking out of her Gaga. And Christian was right next to her. She's the new. Whole, yeah. And, and, and she's also Lady Gaga. She, she she's transcends. over the top. Yeah. She's over the top. She's dramatic. Uh, so, I, like, at the end I saw she was walking out of the ballroom. She's another person who had a big security guard um, blocking ever people from getting to them. And she was, like, carrying her award. And, and her dress. Christian was behind her carrying her entire gown, like, bundled up in his arms. <laughs> and she only stopped on the way out to talk to Patricia Clarkson, who, like, is every actress's favorite. Like, oh, like Emily Blunt stopped her. and talked to Patricia Clarkson. Like, mm-hmm. everyone stops and, like, says hello to Patricia Clarkson. I'm she's so happy fun. she won. Her performance is was insane in that show. Yeah, and mm-hmm. she told us before, before um, the show, she told one of our reporters that she hadn't eaten in 10 days. Yeah. She was like, literally, I haven't. And she said when someone, like, almost tries to jinx, she's very superstitious. She said when they talk to her about winning, she makes them turn around three times and spit. That's like her. That's her lucky. You're not Tom Brady. Uh, No, she's better than Tom Brady. She's not a fraud. Um, So she's already so slim too. I saw her at the Spirit Awards a month ago, and she was very slender. Yes, and she's also so nice and so warm. She is, and not insane like her character on Trevor Objects. Such a huge fan of her. Mm -hmm. Um, Tell everybody though, like I mean, because I feel like when you're watching on the East Coast or even in the middle of the country, you don't realize how early the day starts. (laughs) Yeah, it's horrible. These people are literally getting into hair and makeup at like nine in the morning. Yeah, and and and, I mean, you think about the time change; it's like it's so different. But but people get into their limos at like noon. The traffic is so bad in LA. It's like pretty bad, but it's usually like fifteen to thirty minutes to get there from wherever you are in the city. But there's at least another hour because there's so much security check. You have to show your ID so many times. You have to show your ticket so many times. They have to like bomb sniffing dogs get into the trunk of your car. They put mirrors underneath the car to make sure that nothing is booby trapped. It's really, really, really bananas. But it's it's nice to see all those like 
couple so up close, like Daniel Craig and Rachel Weiss. I think yes. it's because I just watched The Favorite last week. Oh, I haven't uh, watched it yet. Oh, I'm my I God. Either. It's so good. And Olivia Coleman one. She's oh, so yes. sweet. Yes. And she's going to be in The Crown. She's taking over Claire oh. Foy's role the next season. Yes. And she killed it when she called. Her speech was when amazing. she called Rachel Weiss and Emma Stone her bitches. She's like, my bitches. And I saw her in the back of the auditorium holding her Golden Globe with one (laughs) hand. And she was watching Glenn Close give her speech. And when Glenn Close was like, we we need to let them know we can, we should, can, could do it and we should do it. And Olivia Coleman's like smiling and clapping against her midsection because she's holding her heavy globe in the other hand. I was like, oh my God, I love that. See, that's moment. iconic. Yeah, that's it's like iconic. so cool to be there for that moment. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so jealous. Speaking of couples, did you guys hear this new couple? Well, not couple, but these this pair that apparently left Golden Globes parties together. They're already engaged. <laughs> well, at, at his pace, they got Pete Davidson and Kate. Beckinsale. Ugh. I'm into it. Are you? Come on. Well, you know, I think here's what I'm going to say. I, I think that Pete will likely have learned from his past mistakes and he is not going to jump into being super crazy serious with someone. So why shouldn't he, like, have a swinging good time? With a smoke show. Smoke, smoking hot. One of the hottest people Older ever. lady. She's not even older. She looks like she's 20. No, 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 no. I mean, no but I think she's, she's like, she's, she's 45. She looks she's so 45, young. and he's what, 27? 25. She's 25. 25. He's 25. Yeah, I'm into it. I like this. She's Davidson so, knows what's up. She's hotter than every other 25-year-old at that place. She's right. so Agreed. good looking. Agreed. And listen, we know, we know that she loves those older, the, sorry, we love she knows. Younger. Young, mm-hmm. Yes, sorry. Poor Jen. She's got the flu, Guys, y'all. I'm on <laughs> No, we know that she loves those younger men. I yeah. mean, her last ex, Matt Reif, I don't even think he was 25 He was old. not. He was 23. Yeah, he's 23. Mm-hmm. We, hey, listen, she's hot. She's hotter than ever. Mm-hmm. And Pete Davidson, I mean, why not? Like, this is literally one of the most famous men in Hollywood right now who can get any pick of who he wants. And he is the one that's just, like, flirting with Kate Beckinsale at, at all these after parties. I like it. I say go for it. But her daughter is 19. Yeah. She's a daughter who's 19. She's 20, I think, now. He's 26? 25. I mean, that's a little strange. Mm. Yeah, but I don't think... Have you ever had a a parent... Well, anyone who, who's had had a single parent date someone no. who's close to her age or younger than you? No. I have, and it's super awkward. <laughs> it seems to work well for the Fosters and Catherine McPhee. It <laughs> does. It does. But that's bizarre. I mean, their dad is David Foster, so you could overlook anything. And he's dated a lot of 23-year-olds. Yeah, you're like, whatever. At least she's, like, cute. <laughs> yeah. I bet that it's just not going to be, like, super serious. And they're just having fun. And I, I like so. that. We'll yeah, see if it continues. We'll see I'm if all it for it. Just Me have too. fun. She's so what, and she's so smart. She has a PhD from Oxford or a master's from Oxford in English Lit. Is that true? Yeah. No. It's yeah. got to be an Teasing her with degree. Kate Blanchett. No. Brody no. Pete needs a good, no, I'm, I can't pull up. Uh, Pete needs a good rebound. Like he needs a Kate good. Kate Beckinsale like, will be a good rebound. Oh, yeah. Just oh it's my it's God. total opposite of Ariana Grande. Bam. Like it's plus 20 years. Yeah. This like she super chic. Oxford, I swear. Super chic. Can you look this up, please? Hot wait, no, wait, mom. wait. But we're not moving on from Golden Globes yet, are we? Because we have to no. talk about Chrissy Metz and Alison Brie. Yeah. Oh, yes. Let's do it. So that was so strange because she was doing an interview with Extra and everyone thought after, P- everyone reported, all these outlets said that she called Alison Brie so were a you bitch there? on a hot mic. So were you, you were obviously there, so you weren't yeah, able to watch Yeah, I was there because the, I hunted down Chrissy Metz at the I Golden know, Globes right. and mm-hmm. talked to her. So I watched that video live. It sounded like, I don't think, she, she, she didn't say, oh, she's a bitch. It's like, oh, she's my. She said babe. I think she clarified she, said yeah, babe. Yeah, she's my babe. It's, she, it did not sound like she said bitch. I will, I will say that first and foremost. Like it, she literally was like, oh, she's such a babe. Mm. 
But she said so bitch she didn't so quickly. She didn't say bitch. It was like, she's such a bitch. That makes sense because everyone in Hollywood likes Alison Brie. Yeah. Like yes. everyone thinks she's charming and funny. And, and honestly, yeah. I really, I mean, again, me and Chrissy Matz are not BFFs. We've met only a couple of times. I can't see her actually saying that or being that stupid to say that word on a high Yeah. Comment. And you and Chrissy may not be BFFs, but Christina and I are BFFs because <laughs> I, I ran up to her and her boyfriend, Hal Rosenfeld, who she debuted on the red carpet. That was their first red carpet Fine. together. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Together. Yeah. I didn't realize that. And I was like, um, you know, can you do you want to clarify what you said? This is right after the show when they came out of the ballroom and I grabbed them. I was like, hi, Chrissy. Quick question. <laughs> Everyone thinks you called her a bad And she said, it's unfortunate people want to say stuff that they don't know is true or not. Alice and Ara obviously and I obviously are friends. And I was like, oh, you're friends? And she said, yes. And she knows that I would never say something like that. First of all, about anyone, especially about somebody I really revere. We've already cleared it up. We've already texted about it. And it's just a claim, a shame that people want clickbait. And it's unfortunate that she's a nominee they're distracting from. And she's like, I know the truth. And she said, if you actually listen to the video, I didn't say anything. It's actually not me speaking about that. So it's unfortunate. So did Ooh. someone who called Alison Brie a bitch? Oh, I think that it real. was, I bet it's Chrissy's uh, publicist. Oh, no. Who's her publicist? No, no. no I, don't think it's her. I don't think it's her. I think it had to be, maybe it was someone at Extra. Who was like? Bitch. I bet it was a producer at Extra. Who was like a bit, and they're no, like, oh, whoever, yeah. whoever said that had a mic on them. A producer yes. wouldn't have a mic on. Someone them. said it, but it was not Chrissy, and she was like being polite, but annoyed. Maybe it was Juliana Rancic. She, she's not even that. Maybe it was Gaga. Don't pull her. It was definitely yeah, Bradley Cooper, God. and I read it. Did, didn't Gaga call um, Katy Perry a bitch in the text with she did. Kesha? Yes. She did. The <laughs> not redacted part. They left she that did. part open. They were like, "Oh no, we'll leave that in. <laughs> for the record." Also, could you imagine being poor Chrissy Matz? Like you're literally no. coming out with your boyfriend for the first time. You're sitting at the Golden Globes. And like sweaty for the Brody second. Brown runs up to you and is like, "Hey, Chrissy, two seconds. Can I talk to you?" Well, that too. But this is like the third time what third time she's been in, to the Golden Globes in her life yeah. and then like you get all these text messages from all your family friends publicists all these crazy people being like why'd you call her a bitch like your night is totally ruined yeah. she's texting Allison Brie who's two tables away being like sorry girl I didn't call you a bitch yeah. like the entire country is is t- you guys are looking at me like like my no. voice like, no no I'm far more concerned about the color of Travis's skin than I am yeah. about your voice and I was thinking no but it's like you know like your entire night like yeah, you're it's literally ruined. it's it's ruined and you're completely taken over by this and like the show's over and, and all your mentions on Twitter must be like why did you call us and bring a bitch and everyone now must be thinking oh Chrissy's just trying to cover it up but talking to her I really don't think she called her a bitch it didn't it doesn't make any sense it doesn't add up and. I've dealt with a lot of liars in my life, just speaking from personal experience. And looking at her, she was like not lying. Okay. Like, Detective work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she had Dr. Her, Brody Brown. Her tells were the not there. The quiver of her lip and her eye contact, Forensic she was not lying. She did not call us a bitch. Okay. All right. Well, the, I'm you glad that we got to put that to rest. Totally. Mm-hmm. All right. Obviously, another bigger topic that everybody's talking about this week is Kevin Hart. So Kevin Hart was asked to host the Oscars last month. He had a back out two days later after all these tweets from nine years earlier um, came came up. And Ellen DeGeneres had Kevin Hart as a guest on her show last week. And she gave him the opportunity to clear up all the rumors and and, and apologize. 
And Ellen, who is getting a ton of backlash now and a lot of criticism for even letting Kevin on his on his show, Ellen accepted Kevin's apology and said, you know, she actually called the Academy, asked the Academy if Kevin could come on and host because she thinks he'd be perfect to host. So now we're pretty much just sitting here waiting if Kevin Hart will accept the Academy's invitation to come back and host. So what do you guys think? First off, should he come back to host the Oscars? Mm. If you were Kevin, would you? Would you? I mean, he said on Ellen. The he's only like, way that I think Kevin Hart should host the Oscars is if it's with Dwayne The Rock Johnson and they did it together. I do love them as a couple. No, no. That only if happen. they only if they kiss open mouth for the open for the opening segment to Tell show that they're too. not gay. It's just so it's so annoying. I'm so annoyed with him and I'm so annoyed I with agree. Ellen. He had so many opportunities to apologize. He didn't. Then he had to have this whole situation happen. Now he's apologizing. On the number one Ellen, time show. Honestly, I'm more disappointed in Ellen because yes, I, I don't understand why she got involved there. What network is Ellen's show on? NBC. Hmm. No, is it NBC? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you would it's know. I don't know. I just thought that it was NBC. like very, why did she throw her hat in the ring like so that? Annoying. It's like, why do you got to get involved? Also, sorry, you're a traitor to the LGBTQ community. Yeah. When she said, oh, don't let the trolls win, Ellen, people who are in pain saying that they feel that he is perpetuating this this culture of attacking gay people and saying bad things about gay people and not apologizing for it, those are the people who are complaining. They're not trolls. Those are your LGBTQ like sisters and brothers who are saying this is unacceptable. He should be held responsible. So I don't I don't get that. I was like, wake up, get online, Ellen. Get out of your little bubble and look at the internet. Well that's what a lot of people are saying is that Ellen DeGeneres kind of lost her sense of reality and she really hasn't been you know, that close to the LGBTQ community in recent years. She, of course, yeah, came out. It was this whole big, she was the poster child for that community. And she kind of has like turned, not her turn her back, but just really hasn't been involved recently in the community. She supports gorillas a lot more. So the fact that he chose Ellen to sit down and talk to her for the first time, a lot of people are like, wait a second, Ellen, you don't even have a sense of reality of what it's like to be somebody struggling with this in their personal life. Sure. And it makes him look like he's got an ally in in a lesbian. And like in a in an LGBTQ person and a former Oscar show sure, host. There's a cloud of that, and so but she's giving him a platform, and and I, it was ridiculous. I don't think it's okay. No, his apology tour is embarrassing. It was yeah. embarrassing. He just like didn't want to say it, and, and that then, just makes me feel so bad. Yeah, and like oh now you're finally saying it. Now you got why it's important. He's like, well, people need to accept this change. And I'm like, this, this is just like too little, too late. Guys, you know, the Academy did invite him back. Now it's up to him if he actually wants to do it. He has said, you know, I don't want to ruin a night for somebody that's worked for years, you know, decades to get to this opportunity and have that night be all about me. But Mm. it seems like he could come back and, and host the show. Will you guys watch? Yes, and I hope Lady Gaga wins and then calls him out immediately during her speech. Yeah, it's it's just or such everybody. A, or it's everybody. It's an unfortunate situation, and Don Lemon had such a good segment about it. Did you guys watch that? Oh yeah, it was Where fantastic. He was talking about like Kevin Hart has an opportunity to be an ally and talk about this culture and the way that homophobia and the black in the black community um, and how that's perpetuated and allowed. And I thought it was so potent. Mm-hmm. But if they let Kevin Hart back, people will be so excited. Who People will be excited. He's who a huge his fan supporters. base. He does have a huge fan base. And I do think, listen, at least he's apologized now, but it, it would be really unfortunate. And I hope in his segment, in his monologue, he would do something with a lot of LGBTQ people. Oh, he absolutely to, would have he to. He would have to. He would have to. Like <coughs> exclusively to show that he's actually 
understood the damage he's done by perpetuating that sort of language. It's also so easy to say I'm sorry and like we're back, you know? It's so yeah, easy. It's and really he just easy. really drug his heels and it's like, why are you dragging your heels about apologizing for like using hate speech on yeah, Twitter? Yeah, he was like, oh, I've apologized before. No, he didn't apologize before. No. That was the other insane thing too. So it's it's unfortunate and I'm did that fake apology. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry people are mad at me. Yeah. Oh <laughs> the worst type I of apology. I feel triggered by even hearing that. Well, yeah. he's not going to do it. I mean, they don't have a host. Who do you think should host uh, the Oscars? Uh, Shia LaBeouf. What? <laughs> yep, Shia. Shia LaBeouf, I'm no. kidding. Nah. Bella Thorne. Oh, Ooh, come on. They'd Let's be get great serious. co-hosts. Oh, uh, you know what Sarah Silverman told us on the carpet over the weekend? She thought Triumph, the insult dog should do it oh, because no. he can say anything but no obviously not Triumph think- and Bella Thorne I think would be really nice <laughs> oh my <laughs> god Pete Davidson oh okay no but actually oh, let's think much yeah I mean honestly I'm just gonna throw it out something that's pretty comedian. lame no it doesn't have to be a comedian but I think comedians always make the best monologue I just mm-hmm. I love Jimmy Kimmel I think Jimmy Kimmel had such a mm-hmm. huge year especially in, in, in all the um, support he's given with you know the healthcare and children I think he's had such a momentous year in his career I think he'd be perfect for what it what about mm-hmm. Samantha B and Trevor Noah. Oh my God, cute. Ugh. I'm all for Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, Jimmy Kimmel. I think Samantha B is a little polarizing. Yeah. Jimmy yeah. Kimmel's polarizing, but Samantha B is like a little more polarizing. Okay, but if you did Samantha B and Trevor Noah, I think it would be a little bit tokenism. You're like, look, a woman and a black man. <laughs> like, but you'd just be like playing into that. But at least it would be different. Jimmy Kimmel. I do really like Trevor Noah. Sexy. He's he very sexy. So sexy. And he just bought this beautiful home, like a twenty million dollar mansion. Really? Made him a lot hotter. <laughs> Trevor Noah. Twenty million. Have, yeah, he's cute. Twenty he's million smart. in the hills. Didn't know he had it like that. Are there any shirtless pics we can look at? <laughs> 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 All right, so then we definitely need someone hotter. Trevor Noah would be great. Hosting. Trevor Noah would be great. What about Sarah Silverman? I think Sarah Silverman and Jimmy Kimmel would she, be a she, hilarious. Okay, pick. if you said that Samantha Bee is too polarizing, I think <clears throat> Sarah Silverman's too polarizing. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Fair point. <laughs> but she would know. be good. Yeah. <laughs> She'd be great. What if they like switched up her look and gave her a really tiny little bob or something? You'd be like, whoa, and made her dance. Then, right. then I'd put her into it. Oh, gosh. All right. We're going go to get to some. Just call Neil Patrick Harris. Who cares? Right? No. Some, no. Some bigger news. All right. Lindsay Lohan, she is everywhere. She's back. All I right. Mean, it's, I find it disturbing. She has a new show on MTV. I do. Oh, Jesus. Lohan Beach House, where she <laughs> is showcasing her new, um, one of her newer beach houses in Mykonos. Her only this, beach house. No. Oh, she has a bunch, Travis. Really? She's in Are they she's in Dubai. quote she's unquote hers? She, she lends her face and her name. That's all that okay. matters. Anyway, so it's pretty much this Vanderpump style rules MTV show where they focus on her club and the staff. <clears throat> of course, Lindsay comes in and out of this, but it's pretty much all about the staff. But um, Lindsay's like everywhere and she just won't go away. And she cray. She's like, Why does it I disturb you? She because she's crazy. And I just think she's like... She's somebody who should not be encouraged to want to be the center of attention because she's not well. But she, she even when well. she wasn't in the she spotlight, well. she was still inviting Beyonce to her birthday. So she still was making it all about her. At least the cameras are looking now. I, I mean, listen, that. it's a guilty pleasure, but I prefer mm-hmm. to just watch 90 Day Fiance to feel better about myself. Oh, come on. You know you're going to watch Lindsay Lohan's Beach House, I mean, Of course I am. Of you course know. I watched the first episode, and I'm not going to lie, I kind of liked it. We <laughs> asked her at, at the premiere this week um, what she felt about the haters, because you know there is a whole sea of haters out there. Of course. There. And she said, well, I wish I could do a Lindsay, Lindsay voice and accent. Maybe Jen should do it. I never really, wait, I can't, I can't do her voice. I can do it. She said, I never really cared about who's rooting against me. That's not true. I know, I know I'm a strong person. 
Oh, gosh. Yeah. Did you also see she did an interview with Variety? <clears throat> yeah. Did you read the whole thing? Oh, Where I Where she didn't sure care did. about the her haters on that. She, like, said, like, a similar thing. Like, I don't care if people are rooting against yeah, me. Yeah, and people, and they asked her why so many of her former co-stars <laughs> declined to comment or, like, talk about working with her. Yeah, because from what we know, and I mean, and this is not, like, you know, anything breaking news here, but so many people refuse to work with her because she's had such a bad track history. I mean, she literally has filmed so many <clears throat> different movies where she hasn't even showed up to work. She treated Georgia her co-stars. Yeah, Georgia, Georgia Rule. Remember, mm-hmm. remember Liz and Dick? Like, she didn't show up for days on Liz set. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's really hard for her to shake off that image where so many people have known her as this party girl, and now she's trying to take... Try, trying to get people to take her seriously, but you don't come out with your debut comeback as like hosting a club well, and being on MTV and like being literally highlighted as this party girl. She said that she thought the show would make people take her seriously. And my favorite part at the end of the interview, they said, do you consider yourself a feminist? And she said, I'm just Lindsay Lohan, whatever that is. What the actual... Right, because she doesn't know what the word feminist means. Yes, she does, and she's one of those people who's like, that's a dirty word. Remember when she was like, Georgina, you need to stand up and and support your husband. I was like, you're the British accent because Georgina's British. The the only celebrity defending Harvey Weinstein. I'm like, what? She she needs to get a clue. She needs some actual friends. She's not a feminist. She's a Lohanologist. She's I'm I'm Lindsay Lohan, whatever that is. (laughs) And she left the after party last night in New York early to go. Where? That's my real question. You know, yeah, she yeah. was not she's, going to bed. She's let's, not going to bed. Let's, 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 let's she's going to go real. do a face mask yeah, and just go. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is face right. mask code was that like <laughs> to like punch some refugee woman and their kids in the street? Like, what? What is the face Wait, mask? She's going to like steal some code. babies. I just yeah. love exactly. Like, I don't. I don't know who's advising her of this, but again, but again, like I don't think she has any true real friends around her. This Oprah? is a woman who has. She told us she talked to Oprah, Oprah before Christmas. Oh my god! Uh, she I mean, she didn't say Christmas of two thousand and twelve. But she said before Christmas. <laughs> was that was that train wreck of a mother with her, Dina Lohan? Was she with her at the no. party last night? Where is Dina? That's weird. She said she Dina said Dina never skips now. No, she, I know. I was right? shocked. Maybe she's gonna actually be on Celebrity Big Brother. Maybe she's at the gym training so she can like just spend the whole season in that her That wouldn't bikini. shock me. Do you see some that of those names sense. though that are rumored to be on that list? We have Aubrey O'Day, mm-hmm. Dina Lohan, <laughs> Sean Spicer, and or Anthony Scaramucci. It's going to be That's very My friends saw Scaramooch at the HBO party. Did you go to the HBO party? And they were very, no. like, confused as to why he was there. He really wants to be famous. I don't understand. Yeah, he's famous. He and Sean are both, like, they want so much attention, and yeah. I don't want to give it to them. It's weird. I feel like if it's going to be all those people, they want some political dialogue. Of course. And I'm sure. just, like, very over that in all the Aubrey's going to bring it. Aubrey, Aubrey bring is going to bring it. But they're going to – can she do it and talk about Donald Trump Jr.? Is she allowed to? Probably not. She's never talked about it on the I mean, record. I don't think she's going to talk about it Celebrity Big Brother. I think she will definitely talk about an interview after that, but I don't think she's going <clears> to <throat> divulge everything on Big Brother. But she's never said a word about no, that relationship. No. So no. Which I'm clearly sure means if, she signed something to keep, to shut her up. Or, I mean, probably, but uh, could they just pay her a ton of money and she could break it? What are they going to do? Sue her? It yeah. would be a bigger story if they yeah, sue her. Yeah, absolutely. And all she does and, is post Fashion Nova ads uh, on her Instagram. But they're so good. And I love how photoshopped they are. What? Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, Aubrey O'Day's pictures are... That, they like, are lightly tweaked, Brody. I'm oh sorry to burst the no, fantasy. It's, it's like a cartoon. She also, Honestly, it does someone not. Someone drew her uses, as Jessica Rabbit. She uses the same sunless, tanless drops that Travis uses But she's, well. We are very similarly colored through that. She's very pretty. But she's she, gorgeous. I she think she's really, a very like, pretty girl. But do we know what she looks like? Yes, but not that... Face tuned 
Aubrey O'Day of Instagram. Yeah. Speaking of Facetune, okay, so Kendall Jenner <laughs> comes out last week on, on on social media saying- Wait, she came out? No, uh, social media. Oh, okay. You know, I had this big revelation on Sunday night. This is something that I've been suffering with since I was 14 years old, and I can't wait to actually finally share, yeah, share (laughs) all the truth about it and open up. And of course, Chris Jenner on Saturday goes to her Instagram saying, "Kendall, I'm so proud of you, of my baby girl, finally getting the guts to come out publicly and 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 talk about this issue." So, So of course, everybody was like, "Hmm." What happened to her? Did she get sexually assaulted when she was 14? Or oh, no. That's her. what then I'm a lot of, Then a lot of people thought, all right, well, maybe she's actually finally talking about her anxiety. And this is something right. that she's spoken about on the show in yeah. the past. Then she announces on Sunday night on the show <laughs> that she is the new face of Proactive to help fight acne that she's been suffering with since she was 14 years old and that she's been so self-conscious and insecure of her pimples and her acne and this was her big revelation and of course social media and everybody freaked out because they thought there was going to be a bigger yeah. cause and a bigger you know topic a here. real problem a real problem exactly <laughs> thank you yeah it was very strange and I, people were also online speculating that she was like coming out something regarding to her sexuality but remember last year she told vogue that yeah. she was like i'm not gay like people keep yeah. asking, and why she's I'm a not boyfriend, gay. Ben Simmons. She's a boyfriend. She's yeah, so that's weird. That's but but I, I definitely thought it would be something a little <laughs> bit juicier than something that almost everyone has struggled with at some point in their life. And also, by the way, everybody knows that she struggled with acne. Mm-hmm. She's been photographed. There mm-hmm. have been stories about it. Like, well, you know, uh, listen, Proactive is an incredible brand. I think that it stands for something really fantastic. Mm-hmm. And Kendall's great, but like, come on. You know, it's like, it's cool for you to be on contract with Proactive, but let's not make a huge deal about it. I was going to say, she definitely should have started or ended that that tweet on Instagram with hashtag ad, because to me, it screamed like a paid sponsorship. Yes. Well, it was. She wasn't paid a dollar. No, she just uses that. Uh, She she actually uses Proactive? Is that what you're telling me? Wait. Well, they all do use Proactive, the Proactive spokespeople, but they're paid a pretty penny. What's a pretty penny? I don't know. It's a multi-million dollar deal. I mean, yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's a big deal. Like, the, you know, it's been like A-listers who have been the proactive spokespeople. It's Jessica Simpson oh, and God, Justin Bieber that. and— Bella Thorne. Yeah. Was Bella Thorne also? Oh, you she love Bella was. Thorne. Because <laughs> yeah. so, she had really bad acne. I yeah. liked her as a proactive spokesperson because she had really bad acne that you could see, and I believed her when she was talking to me. Kendall Jenner, I don't believe as much. No, no she's, no, had, bad, she's had, like, some major acne, but it's just sort of like— yeah, like let's not – I don't think that um, even people who are struggling with acne, I don't think that we should make people feel like it's such a huge right. deal right. that you ha- you've overcome coming to terms with it, you right. know? Like it's just a little bit much. Whatever. She's no longer in contract with Estee Lauder. They had to find a new contract for her. Oh, is that what that means? Carly Kloss took her place oh, on Estee Lauder. interesting. Yeah. That's that interesting. interesting. Yep. But yeah, I mean, it was a very momager move when Chris is also like drumming up the interest. Well, because like, Chris is be? getting ten percent, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's great, but I do miss Jessica Simpson doing proactive commercials. Oh, I do too. Yeah, I also love Chris Jenner's new face. I think it looks really nice. <laughs> I also don't find Doctor Diamond thank really you. relatable. I don't either. And to Gwen's point before, like she can't, you know, she kind of you know, drummed up so much and made so much anticipation of what this is going to be. And she pretty much was saying, yeah, I've for the past nine years of my life been struggling for acne and I just didn't feel beautiful. Like, 
what kind of message is that sending to your fans That's right. and all young girls around the world who have acne? You know, I, you know, I get pimples all the time. Like, you know, yeah, you might not feel beautiful, but like just so many of these little girls are looking up to this family, especially Kendall, like don't, don't teach them that they can't be beautiful because they have a few pimples. Right. It's like the Pepsi ad all over again. Oh. I know she can't catch a break oh. when she thing. stops but, racial. Know, but that's part of being them, you know. It's like if you're gonna ha- live your whole life so out there, it's like there's gonna be backlash, and you're just gonna have to deal with it. I wish I felt sorrier for her, but I, I, right. I don't. <laughs> she stopped she's racial like tensions in this country oh with God, a with can of Pepsi. <laughs> we have had no other issues since she cracked that can of Pepsi with people of a different race. <laughs> but I, I know everyone's like problems. It's, it's an individual thing, and so then it becomes big, and you like can't see the privilege around you. But you're like still Kendall Jenner at the end of the day, and you're getting paid to talk about your struggle. Although she was trolled unfairly last year at the Golden Globes when she showed up for her skin and people were really mean about it. Mm-hmm. So it was a nice anniversary, like, F you to the haters, being like, now I'm catching a check and talking about the show and you're all paying attention. And you're all going to buy proactive, like me, probably like five minutes. Yeah. Their face mask works great. I love that. It does? Face. Oh, their face mask from proactive is really good. It's like the drying one. I love that face mask. But only if you have really like oily or problematic skin. Well, mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. Oh, I wasn't saying it like Mr. a read again about my oily skin. when Gwen put the thumb into it. Only if you have really oh oily skin. My God. <laughs> like someone over here. On that note, that is all for this week's Hot Hollywood episode of From Us Weekly. Catch us next week. We're going to be probably ripping on more of your favorite celebrities or as Jeff's we do every single week or Travis's skin or Jen's illnesses <laughs> bye guys bye bye bye